Hello Sagittarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Sagittarius January 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, that is the one stop place to see all the free goodies that I make for you each month to help you make the most of the planetary possibilities. Also a new perk when you sign up for my free email newsletter at that site is you can run a free birth chart. I'm very excited about this, I've been working on giving you this access for a long time, so you can sign up for that there. Also, if you would love to see my free courses, including ones about unleashing your money magnet, plus you can see my paid course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which if you think I go into lots of details in my free resources, you should see what I go into in that course. But if you would like to earn money as an astrologer or just help yourself and your friends to work with astrology in a deeper way, you will love that course, which is at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com, and that's the same site that you'll see my other free courses. All right, so what's going on in this month? First, we have two admin notes. This video for you is for you if Sag is your sun or your moon or your rising or your Mercury or Venus or Mars or whatever you watch for, this is going to be um, part of your astrological picture. The next must know is that if you're a late, late degree Sag, like me, so if your birthday is say around December 15th through the rest of the sign or like the last seven or so degrees, we'll say 23 degrees to the rest of the sign, then I also suggest that you watch my Capricorn reports because us late degree cuspy people, as I've seen from watching my own charts throughout the years, which is how I know this, we're a more complex read and you really need to see the Sag and Cap reports to get a more full profile of what's going on for you. Okay, so happy new month, happy new year. I've got lots of things to talk about. We'll start with some really great things to celebrate. First must know to celebrate is that we are finally stepping out of the heat of eclipse season. We know that this eclipse season has been pretty strong for us since we had an eclipse in our sign in December, and it is possible that more news and more events can come in January from that eclipse. But that heat, the heaviness, the foreboding, the unknown, the, you know, that, that increased anxiety, like your nerves jangling, like you have your fingers stuck in an electric socket for a couple of months at a time that happens at the heat of eclipse season. We're stepping out of that this month. So we have that to celebrate and we're stepping out of the North and South node, pro, node being in our sign or the opposing sign of Gemini. So that's completing the eclipse cycle and um, gelling into place the big changes that have occurred for us um, since March of 2020 when this eclipse started. Okay, so you can listen to my November and December uh, reports for 2021 to understand these eclipses more, but I just want to let you know that we are stepping out of the heat of that season. Things are getting wrapped up. We're getting settled into the new cycle, and in many ways, that's going to be very great relief. Another big must-know is that we have more sweet aspects than we do salty ones this month. And this is, you know, something that we notice. It's part of the profile of how we experience the astrology. And when we have more sweet aspects, it definitely shows up. So that's definitely something to celebrate. And for most of 2021, we didn't have that profile. <laughs> so that's another thing that's a relief here. If you'd like a write-up of all the sweet and salty aspects, their dates, what to expect from them delivered into your inbox one month early, that is another perk that you get when you sign up for my free email newsletter at AnnieHelpsYou.com. So if you, you know, we'll talk about some dates here, but if you want all of them, then you can do that there. Okay, so the next big must know is that we are in a retrograde month. So in that way, we are going to have 
All right, so I guess the best way to explain this is that there will be some feelings like it being a new year because of the wrapping up of the very deep karmic cycle that we've just gone through, okay? Any eclipse cycle for anyone has a big wrap up, but especially for Sag placements, um, you're going to feel a lot of newness and a lot of clearness and a lot of clean slate energy starting to come in here in January because of the wrapping up of that eclipse cycle. But because we're also deli being delivered right into Mercury retrograde and still in Venus retrograde in January, it's not having a lot of those keynotes of New Year energy. That's going to come from the end of February through the end of April, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. That's going to be like our big New Year, our launch period, our tides going out cycle. But for this month, the tides are going in. If you're not familiar with my work and my discussion about the astrological tides, this is one of my areas of expertise and study and teaching. So when the astrological tides are coming in, it's similar to the water coming in on the beach. If you try to set a boat afloat when the tides are coming in, it's not going to go out as far as it would and you'll have to paddle a lot. Okay, so when the tides are coming in, it's time to do things on the shore, on the island tend to things closer to you, not trying to get things out into the world, not trying to plan things or, or push things out. So January is a great time to wrap up unfinished business. It's a fantastic time to, and this is my favorite thing about retrogrades, leave room for last minute magic. All right, so when we go through our lives over scheduled and super busy, and I know Sages love to be busy anyway, right? Then, Sometimes we pass up synchronistic experiences or um, we don't get to say yes to the spontaneous things that especially Sages love because we're busy, right? Oh, hey, you see someone you, you want to talk to? I like, can't talk right now. I'm, I'm so busy, right? So big must know for this month is try to leave it as unscheduled as possible because that leaves room for the last minute magic and leaves room for you to be able to say yes to a last minute trip or a last minute invite or just that long conversation that wants to happen that will just bring so much joy and help to you and somebody else, those kind of things. So be looking out for those things and try to leave things a little bit lightly scheduled. Also big must know about Mercury Retrograde is that any plans that you do make are likely to be called into question, be on shaky ground in general, and possibly not happen. So if you know that going into it, then you just pencil things in instead of like deep pen, penning them in, then it will be very helpful um, when things change so that you'll have less stress because you knew that there was a possibility of that. It's also not the best time to try to make future plans that are binding or um, longer term because the energies are shaky and there's a lot of uncertainty, but don't worry. We're just in this circuit. Once we get to around February 23rd, you're going to have two months of just pure, very, 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 very forward moving energy. That's when the tides will start going out. Um, and that's when you'll be able to have more clarity. Just kind of expect this month that you might not be very clear on what you're doing for the rest of the year or with your life. You might not be super clear about many different things, but that doesn't matter. As long as you're not upset that you're not clear, that's what we need to know, right? And that's where understanding aspects like this is helpful because sometimes we make more of 
us being uncertain about something and that causes more drama or stress than the actual uncertainty itself, right? Because we're like, why don't I know? I wanna know, I have to know. And then trying to know and trying to force things. It's not a time to force things and it's not a time to, um, to necessarily be sure or certain. Now, in general, um, a good bit of this Mercury retrograde is going to take place in the sign of Aquarius, which means that that's going to make a favorable angle for Sagittarius people, all right? And that can be good for all Sages, just the general energetic profile. But those of you who are November born, so those Scorpitarius, like I like to call you, um, or from zero to 10 degrees, you all will be um, get the most kisses from the Mercury retrograde. So that increases the odds that the things that come from the past will be sweet blessings. Now don't worry, the rest of you know December born or you know 11 degrees to the rest of the sign, there's still plenty of opportunity for those things to um, happen for you too. And actually it is the December born that gets the kisses from the Mars transit in Sagittarius, okay? So Mars is going to be giving you oomph and you know boosts of energy. Sometimes Mars can bring some warlike conflict, right? Because it is the god of war. But those things usually pass and a lot of times they can be inconsequential um, and actually can be quite productive. So no Sag is being left out of the, of the little uh, kiss profile here. So that's good to know. All right, let's see. Um, so a lot of blasts from the past are going to happen. Friends and ne uh, social network things, social media, acquaintances might pop up from the past. So if you feel drawn to connect with somebody, this usually is a good time to do that. Like if you keep thinking of this person, it's a good time to say, hey, you know, I've been thinking about you, or you keep coming up or whatever because a lot of times there can be a lot of fulfillment or there can be an important piece of information or another contact that can come from that connection. So just follow your intuition, especially now, if you're drawn to connect with someone or something or even a place from the past. The energy of Mercury retrograde in Capricorn plus the planets moving through Capricorn plus Venus retrograde in Capricorn is all really bringing up this topic of money finances, work, career, employment. All right, so you've got it coming from a lot of different directions and that is going to be very strong in your thoughts. Now, again, this doesn't have to be a bad thing. If you just know that you're not going to know or know that you're going to be going back to old things that worked before, then you can benefit from them. So let's say you're a person that needs a job or needs work going back to your old clients or going back to your old ways of doing things or relaunching something that you did before or putting extra effort into something you're already doing tend to be favored more than new things unless the new things are short-term or flexible. Now, all of that being said, this is an amazing time for studying and education, especially if you're trying to test the waters or prepare yourself for future changes to your work or enhancements of your current profession. There might be some seeds being planted for your future income and your future success now, and that might come in the form of education and practice on something. I know already, I'm not going to get into it now because I'm keeping it protected for now, but I can see there's something that I'm studying and something that I'm doing that is going to be kept very much under wraps until that big launch period. And a lot of it has to do with studying and preparing for something, and you might find that Okay, so if you wanna study something, especially a flexible program where you can study at your own pace, um, you know, or you don't have live 
things you have to show up for and where you can kind of follow your flow. Those types of education opportunities, either for your hobbies or for your work, or as a way to just make a little bit of money is going to come up in a big way. And something important to know about the the way things are going in the world and the direction astrologically for humans is that, and this is very favorable for Sages, is that the old way was, I don't know about your parents, but a lot of people's parents taught them, get a job, stay there for 30 years, retire, and that's it. And for some people that works really well, and for some Sages that could even work really well. But Sages, more than anybody, don't like to be locked into something for 30 years, and going someplace every day is very stressful sometimes for Sages if they don't have their own flow or their say about their space, right? So what you might start seeing happening, I'm calling it like, you know, multi-jobbing, basically, where your answer for your income might be coming through more than one job and your accepting of that, acceptance of that can be part of what is going on now. You know, in general, Sages like to get their fingers in a lot of pudding pies. And in this month, there's going to be a lot of focus on your finances. Now, there is also a lot of energy. Well, I'll get to that. I just want to talk a little bit more about Venus retrograde first. Okay, so Venus retrograde is a very long, oh wait, did I mention the, I didn't mention the the dates of the Mercury retrograde. Okay, so Mercury retrograde is from January 14th through February 3rd, but the pre-shadow transit starts in the last couple of days of December and the post-transit shadow period goes until February 23rd. So during that whole time, the tides are really coming in and everything mercurially retrograde in nature is going to be accentuated. The plan changes, the uncertainty, the confusion, things like that, okay? Now, Venus is retrograde from December 19th through January 29th, but the shadow periods are November 18th through March 3rd on those two ends there. Venus rules love and money, beauty and design, finances, all of those kind of things, relationships, big coverage, long period of time. You'll want to know as much as you can about Venus retrograde. If you haven't already watched my Venus retrograde video, you probably want to watch that because it is going to cover a lot of very important things, but we'll hit some highlights. Venus is going to call things into question in all of those areas. It's going to want you, or you're going to find yourself wanting to question love, beauty, money, design, your appearance, and go back to kind of doing some work on those things. It's an amazing time for inner work. I love this month for inner work of any kind. And inner work is when we work on ourselves and how we are as people and our patterns and our healing and our health and you know how we take care of ourselves. This is a really great time for that. And in general, a big must know about Venus retrograde is that you're going to have your Venus goggles on. So you might not be seeing clearly in love and beauty and money and design. That's why the big rule comes in. Try to not do anything permanent in those areas. Like if you wanna do a little investing with some extra money you have, fine. Do I recommend selling your house and putting it all in Bitcoin? Not necessarily, no, because that is something that is not easily changeable, right? And so things that you do during this time, not to say that there might not be individual successes doing any certain thing, but this energy lends itself to experimentation in a way that can be fixed if it doesn't go well, all right? And so the more you can experiment and the more you can 
do things on the side or do things in addition to what you're doing without sacrificing what you have, the better it is for the transit, okay? So like a henna tattoo instead of a regular one, you know, new um, throw pillows instead of a new couch, you know, things like that that are more affordable, more flexible, more easily changed. Um, but that being said, you will be doing a lot of sprucing up. Here's another thing to note about Venus retrograde is it favors function over design. So let's say you have to invest some money in something with your house. If it's functional rather than design focused, like let's say you have to replace rotting wood on the side of your house, or you have an RV that is hard to get in and out of your driveway and you wanna you know, cement over a ditch to get in and out better. Those are functional things. And you'll find a lot of those types of things are coming up in Venus retrograde. And especially this month, with all of the other energies in Capricorn plus Venus en retrogrades in Capricorn, you'll be using your money to take care of things that have been needing the attention. Venus in Capricorn and all of these other planets in Capricorn can also bring sobering reality checks. Sometimes that doesn't feel so good, but sometimes it's exactly what we need, especially Saggies after a long spree of Sagittarian energies that we're still kind of in because Mars is still in Sagittarius this month. So we had, starting towards the end of the year, we had um, Venus in Sag, then we had the Sun, then we had Mercury, we had the Eclipse, Now we, then we had Mars, now we still have Mars. So what does that lend itself to? Excess! That's something that Sagittarius tend to do best, right? So if you have messes to mop up from your excess, this cap energy is really good to do that. If you've gotten completely off track with things, this is a good time to start to get on track because those Capricorn energies get you really focused, all right? And they get you to, to like paring down to see what the basics are and what the things are that are most important to you. And that this is a good time for evaluating your priorities. So that is a big major must know. Now, let's see. All right, so big must know here is that low budget fix-ups that are easily changed. If you wanna get a new beauty cream or try some kind of you know beauty massage or something that's not, can't go wrong basically, then that's great. And, and this is a good time for sprucing up anything appearance-wise in your space or yourself, but not in a permanent way or in a surgical way or in a way that could go awry. Or that would be permanent. All right. So good. All right. So let's see. Um, Mars and Sagittarius is still bringing a lot of randomness and us feeling all over the place. Like I said, this is a continuation from the last few months of 2021. So, you know, in some ways it's good because it's speaking our language, the energy of Mars, you know, motion, movement, action. Is, is doing things how we do it, which is in a circular manner. I always talk about this, right? So you do a few dishes, do a few pieces of laundry, do something at your desk, and then by the end of the day, all the stuff gets done, but not usually because you're focusing on one thing at a time. You're, or maybe you're focusing on one thing at a time, but you're like doing it for a short amount of time, right? In a very kind of attention deficit sort of way. A lot of times, Sages get distracted easily, like, ooh, the pretty butterfly, right? So having Mars accentuating that energy can make you more distracted. But because these cap energies are really strong at this time, I think it's a very positive thing that that Sag energy is still happening with Mars because it can add more lightness and more randomness and more 
um, openness to these sort of fixed energies. Okay, so, and the Aquarius energies, as I was alluding to before, the um, Mercury retrograde is going to be mostly in Aquarius, which is positive for us. But we also have the sun starting to go through Aquarius. And then in February, it will continue going through Aquarius. And that is always a very positive energy for us because it makes a nice aspect for our Sag placements. All right, so another big must know is that Jupiter just recently went into Pisces. This happened at the end of December. I talked more about what this can mean, but I'm going to give you in the December report, but I'll go into it again here. Jupiter moving into Pisces means the energies of Jupiter and Pisces, but also for Sag, it means the energies of Jupiter in the fourth house. Okay, so let's just briefly speak about that. This is an internal cycle where we tend to developing our intuition, and this is going to take place from the end of December through the beginning of May, okay? Tending to your spiritual work, tending to your psychological healing, tending to your um, conquering your fears, healing addictions, taking control of your mind, mind mastery, um, and focusing on the lesser seen realms and um, kind of a quiet, safe, secluded space where you're working on things in the backdrop, preparing for when Jupiter gets into Aries. Because when Jupiter gets into Aries, it's like the woo! launch party for everybody, but this is especially beneficial for Sag. So as I talked about before, if you, you'll feel this energy now in January and February, you know, where you're really like working on things internally in the backdrop, in quiet, not talking about them to everyone, not sharing, not posting, because a whole new cycle is about to begin. And you're, you're needing to get clear about what that's going to mean and what that's going to look like. And you're having to wrap up a lot of unfinished business to do it. And you're having to prepare yourself and educate yourself um, and do some work to, to be ready for that, all right? So just kind of know that the Jupiter and Pisces time is very much about that. Now, Jupiter moving through the fourth house means that expansion of your home, of your family, of your real estate. But I know I have a lot of relatives that are being born in the time that Jupiter is going through this fourth house for me. So like my family is actually expanding. And that's one way that, that you see that happening is literally your, your home gets expanded in some way or more than one home or something with real estate or housing or, or family. So a lot of focus on home and family and real estate and housing and your sense of home and where home is for you and that type of thing is going to be occurring in this period of time with Jupiter. Now do know that that is in a, a challenged angle for Sag. So the changes that are coming or the expansion that's coming might have a double-edged sword to it, might have a little stress around the expansion, but it could be bittersweet. You know, it could be like, oh, these things are happening and you're glad about it, but you're like not quite ready to let, way of the, you know, let go of the old way either. Um, or it could just mean that things in your home and family need attention and that is causing some conflict for you. But either way, it's nothing to fear. And do know and remember that that period is going to be brief. And when it ends, Jupiter going into Aries is going to open up a whole new um, life of experience and expansion for you of positive growth and of ease and having the great benefic making a nice angle for you. 
Okay, so I've given you lots of information to help you make the most of this new month and this new year. If you would like even more information, I have a lot more resources for you. Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com or you can click on the link below this video. If you click on the little more button with the arrow, the notes will be revealed and the direct link is there. And if you would love to be an astrologer as your profession or just earn a little bit of money on the side from your love of astrology or just help yourself and your friends and your family, Without charging, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. As you can see from all of the things that I do, I'm a teacher, I love to teach astrology, and if you think I put a lot into my free resources, you should see what goes into this crazy comprehensive course, Becoming a Professional Astrologer, which you can see at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. This link is also in the notes underneath the video. I also have a book, I have multiple books, but the book that is most about astrology is called Planetology. And you can see that at any major booksellers and it's actually on the shelf at all major booksellers. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.